Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A Couple couple of characters. Characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. And we're going to go a little bit back to our roots today. And what are we going to talk about today, Alex? Uh, So today I need help building a new character because of something that happened in our D&D session this week. Yes. Some wild things happened this week. Do you want to just give a quick little summary of what happened? Sure. So in the group that we're playing in right now, we're up to level 15. So we're pretty powerful players. And we are in this wizard tower that we're trying to clear out so that we can basically move in and take it as our own. Say squatters rights that this is our tower now. Yep. And this tower is in a like uh, haunted wood, basically. The wood got kind of desecrated by the previous owner. So no one really wants this real estate, so it's probably fine if we just go take it. Yeah, it is an abandoned tower, so we thought, you know, if we clear it out and make this area, you know, not desecrated anymore, I think it's fine that we, we take it. Right, so... Yeah, and in the process of clearing this tower out, we fought these undead horsemen in the stables that we got some magic items from. And one of those items was a bag of folding. And in our last session, we are up on this balcony fighting this big phoenix, um, like bird, like I mean, it was a firebird, it was a phoenix. Yeah, I mean, it, it was doing fire attacks and it had ash and it came out of an egg. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a phoenix. But anyway, at the end of this fight, uh, we put the... It kind of turned back into an egg again, you know, being a phoenix. And our bard put it in the bag of folding that we got. And then the bard hears a gulping noise. Which, you know, if ever you have a bag and it makes a gulping noise, you should be very concerned And maybe don't shove things in it. Right. So my character being the brilliant uh, person that he is, Intelligence 6, he goes ahead and says, I'll just put my arm in there and see what happens. And he puts his arm in and gets swooped into the bag. And we find out that it's probably a bag of devouring. Yep. So anyway, um, I talked to my the dungeon master last night on the phone, and he said, basically, there's some ways the party can get your character back. He's not dead, but maybe just make another character in case they don't get him back, or in case they say, we're going to keep exploring the tower, we'll get to him later. So, <laughs> And this isn't the first time that this has happened to one of your characters in this game. I mean, this is the first time they've gotten zwooped into a bag. Right. This specific scenario, but you have had a character do a stupid thing and then get sucked away. Yes. Now, in my defense, the last stupid thing I did was not my character's idea, but she did go ahead and do that thing. Yes, she did. And this dumb thing was stab a magic rock with a magic sword. And her and the player that was next to her, both their souls are now trapped somewhere. So that's on our party's to-do list. Go find those souls. Yep, mm-hmm, for sure. 
All right, so anyway, with this scenario in mind of us being kind of in a desolate wood in a big wizard's tower, I was trying to think of a character that would make sense kind of stumbling upon the group in this area. Yeah, for sure, because the best thing to do when you have a new character come in is you want them to, like, it should make sense that they're coming in at that point. Right, so some of the, like, classes that i would think of would be maybe another wizard comes if he wants to try to claim this tower um you know maybe a druid is hanging out in the woods but i wanted to make a melee character so i was thinking maybe a barbarian fighter uh ranger or paladin Mm -hmm. and i decided i think in this scenario a ranger would be one of the better options, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. A ranger's scouting out the area, trying to figure out some stuff. Maybe they were hired out as, like, a mercenary or something to look into this. Right, so I, I'm going to go with a ranger, and I'm going to choose Gloomstalker because I've been wanting to make a Gloomstalker. And that's yeah. pretty much all I've decided about the character so far. Right, so Gloomstalker is really cool. Do you just want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so Gloomstalkers are basically really adept at kind of being in the shadows and hunting in that way. So you get some magic that gives you more deception things like disguise self and greater invisibility. Um, I think you get fear, you get rope tricks. That's just like some more spells that will give you a way to sneak around. Which makes a lot of sense for what this character coming in would be doing. Right, you get... and also this archetype can be found in Xanthar's Guide. Oh, yes. Good good to mention that. Um, You also get some dark vision. Um, If you have dark vision, you get 30 extra feet. And if you don't have it, you get the normal 60 feet. Oh, yeah, like the basic dark vision. And then what else do you get? You get at level 3, you basically, on your first round of combat, get some extra movement and an extra attack. Oh yeah, it's really cool. Later on, you get proficiency in wisdom saves. You get uh, this ability, I think it's at 11th level. I'm, I'm probably wrong, at the level. But at some point, my 15th level character will have it. But yeah. it's when you miss on an attack uh you can just take an extra attack i think you use your reaction for that but you i don't even know if you do maybe you don't whatever the point is yeah if you miss an attack you can instead be like oh well actually i get to re-roll that attack yep which is very powerful well no you don't even re-roll that attack you just make another attack which okay. essentially yes. is rerolling, yes. but I'm saying in canon, your character That's missed, true. and then makes it's okay. I'm so fast that I, it's okay. I missed this one. We'll just we'll just try again. And then the fifteenth level thing that you get is you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on people attacking you if they don't have advantage. So if they're at a normal place with you, then you can just use the shadows around you to make it harder to hit you. Yeah, super cool stuff. Yeah, and so let's see. Um, so I, when I was talking with our dungeon master, uh, his name's Andrew. We'll just say when I was talking to Andrew last <laughs> yeah. night, he listens. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, anyway, when I was talking to Andrew last night, we kind he laid out two options of like good reasons that I would show up and kind of join the party, and then I had two ideas as well. 
So let's see. The first two options that he laid out were that for the bard in the group, she is kind of on a mission to do something for a powerful fae. And his idea was I could be there to kind of help her and be like, hey, why aren't you doing this mission yet? You're here at this tower, you know, messing around. Yeah. Let's go do the mission for the Fae. Mm-hmm. So that was his first idea. And his second idea was we found, uh, along with the bag of holding that was actually a bag of devouring, we found this sword, a long sword that tried to mind control the bard as well. Oh, yeah. And then our warlock put it in a demiplane. But his idea was that I could be going on a quest to find that sword. And then, like, maybe the quest is... That's part A of the quest. And part B is now cleanse the sword somehow so that I can use it. Ooh, I like that. Okay, and then my... So those were his ideas. And then my two ideas were um, that for one of them, we had a bag of beans. And do you want to tell the people what happened with our bag of beans right by this wizard tower oh you mean where we accidentally made a giant huge pyramid in the middle of like the woods or whatever yep yep. like these already kind of scary haunted woods we made it even less desirable for people to venture into them yes and my character had decided that this would be our beach house or like our pool house oh that's right he did the the haunted pyramid is our pool house yes I mean, it's a haunted wizard tower, so that kind of fits. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. So my idea with that was that this character could be from the desert, and they were sent to go find what the heck happened to our pyramid, because our DM told us later, out of character, that the pyramid did not just like appear from nowhere. It got taken from somewhere else and put here. Well, that's also what the Sphinx we encountered said. Like they said, oh yeah, I just was here one day. Like I was somewhere else and then I was here. Right. So I thought it'd be fun if my character was maybe from a desert area and then they show up and they're like, hey, like why'd you take our pyramid? <laughs> yeah. Or conversely, they were like in the pyramid doing something and they got sucked with it. Oh, that's true. Because we never actually explored the pyramid right away. We did eventually, but like we left for a while. Yeah, so he could have just popped out. Right. So we could have that. And then my uh, other idea was that for our warlock character, they have this past of they ran away from their fiance. We talked about it in the episode on quirks. Yeah, episode three. And so she ran away from home. And I thought it'd be a cool way to have a character where he was hired by her parents to kind of track her down and he's finally found her. But this one, I'm not necessarily inclined to play just because it might introduce more conflict in the party. Yeah, I think it's an interesting backstory, but I don't think it would. There is no way that that character, she would not let that character join the party. I mean, obviously, they would not come out and say that. They would just kind of, like, be watching her and then sending reports. Yeah. We also have a a rogue that is the Inquisitive type, though. So this character would immediately get found out by this rogue, just being like... So true. Okay, so those are the four ideas that me and Andrew had. Okay, my favorite is the pyramid one. And I think it would be really funny is if this person was exploring the pyramid or whatever you know like they're an adventure it makes sense 
maybe they were scoping it out for something and then they got transported to these woods and then they come out and they're like i have no idea where i am so they're you know like trying to figure that out okay just doing stuff my favorite was they were looking for the sword because that also kind of keeps them with the party longer i think just because the party knows it could the be sword both is. you think they could be both yeah. That's true. Like, I don't see why maybe they, while they're out and about after they come out, they hear about this sword. I just don't know who they would have heard from it. I don't know. I don't know enough about the sword. That's true. Okay, so maybe we can combine these. But yeah, I was thinking I like the sword one just because I think it's funny that they're going to be looking for this thing. They're probably not going to tell the party like, hey, I'm looking for a powerful sword right away because they don't know them but then at the end of the day they won't find it in the tower because the party already moved it to a demiplane so i just thought that was really funny yes for sure let's try to just combine these two because why not yes okay let's go ahead and i think we should pick a race yeah so i guess the question is are you trying to um get specific types of bonuses or abilities nope I rolled before we started recording. The numbers I rolled were a 16, two 14s, a 13, and two 11s. So those rolls are pretty good. Yeah. And I don't think I need the racial bonuses to make this character decent. Right. I was also thinking of going with a strength-based ranger just because I've played a ranger before and they were all about decks and shooting their bow. So I'm thinking this time I want to be a melee ranger and probably a little more strong. Okay, like dual wield some short swords? Yeah, maybe dual wield. Uh, or you could also do the dueling because rangers get yeah. shields too. So Yeah, like with like a long sword or I guess whatever, any one-handed weapon. Right. Or they could even go like just say screw it and go two-handed weapon. You know, you could use a great axe. That's true. You could. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, so let's try to just think, like, what, so... So I guess, yeah, it depends is if we're going to have a desert-type person. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards, I kind of want to play a drow elf, because mm-hmm. I've never played them before. And I just, also, I think it's funny if you have a super buff elf, because typically elves are so dainty, and then this elf comes in and they're just super buff. Yes, I also love like just the imagery of that but does a drow living in the desert make sense so i guess we'll have to talk to our uh andrew our dungeon master about that we can do that off the air no i more just meant well in the I sun don't know. you know oh that's true that's that was more point. what i meant yeah probably not but so, if they are already an adventurer they might have been looking for the sword at this pyramid so like it's not unheard of that's true or maybe they're just looking for powerful artifacts in general. Yeah. All right. I like this. And then I mean, they hear about this sword that the party has found, and they want that sword. Right. And I don't think our party has encountered any drow. I also don't remember encountering any drow. So I think it would be funny if they are just an adventurer from a different part of the world and then got Banff Jeer in the pyramid. Yes. I. Oh, they're basically like Indiana Jones. Okay. You think Indiana Jones? Do they have a whip? Oh god, that'd be funny. <laughs> well, I mean, our rogue already has a whip. That's a good point. 
right, so I think I'm gonna go with a female drow just because when I'm picturing this beefy elf, I'm I'm seeing her as a woman. I don't know why. But okay. you know, whenever I'm making a character, I just kinda go with my gut on the gender. And this time I'm feeling a woman. Sounds good. Okay. Let's come up with a name. Yeah, for I was ourselves. gonna say it's easier if we have a name for them. Um Zadriel. Zadriel. That's not bad. We'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> Before we continue creating Zadriel, let's hear from another podcast. Legends of Superhero Story is a new actual play podcast using the Legends Superhero role-playing game system. This exciting new superhero tabletop RPG follows our Game Master Jack and our fledgling heroes played by Chad, Emily, Amanda, and Daniel as they work their way through their origin story and beyond. Let's hope they learn to work together as a team in time to save the world and truly become... Legends. Legends of Superhero Story is available on all podcast platforms. For more information, follow us on social media at The Legends Cast or visit our website, www.matchplaygames.ca forward slash The Legends Cast. So we'll just do a couple quick things that are amusing about a draw elf for couple this. highlights. Yeah. So, as a drow, you get dark vision up to 120 feet, which is a pretty large range. With the Gloom Stalker, you also get the extra 30 feet. So, that's 150 feet of dark vision. That's nice. really, <laughs> really far. That's a, uh, now I can, you know, see if someone's going to throw a fireball at me. Exactly. So, like, she's just really good at dungeon delving. Yep. So, it kind of makes sense that she'd, you know, be going on adventuring and finding these artifacts because she's good at it. Mm -hmm. And then you also get a charisma bonus. As well as the dex bonus that all elves get. Yeah, so it's a plus one. All right. So you could take that 13 and make it to a 14 if you wanted for charisma. I was probably going to use the 13 on either constitution or wisdom just because... If I'm going strength-based, I probably want the 16 in strength. And then I'll probably do a 14 dex, you know, for AC. And if I need to use a bow, I can. Yeah. Okay. And and then maybe the other 14 in wisdom, because rangers need some wisdom. Sure. And then maybe, so 13 or 11 in con or charisma. Let's do 13 in con. Okay. 13 in con, and then we got 11 in 10, 12 uh, charisma after the racial bonus. Okay, so, I mean, this sounds pretty good. I like this. Oh, another cool thing that you get as a drow is you get proficiency with rapiers. Well, rangers get all weapons, but that is cool. That's true. <laughs> so if you wanted to do the... The dueling? Yeah. Well, I kind of like the two-weapon fighting. I mean, I'm a big fan of two-weapon fighting. I think it's really cool. Yeah, let's... So we need to pick a few things for the ranger um, class. Because like we said, we'll be at level 15 for her. So first we need to pick the fighting style. So we can choose archery. Defense gives you the plus one to AC. Um, Two weapon fighting, which will give you the, or your modifier bonus on the damage to your offhand. Yep. And you can do dueling. So you get plus two to damage whenever you're using a one hand weapon and holding no other weapons. And archery, we're not going to do because I want to be melee. So what do we think? A defense or two weapon fighting? I mean, she can have decent armor. 
Well, I think we should do two-weapon fighting. I was going to say, I really like two-weapon fighting. I mean, and you don't have to. You can always just, if she wants to wield a single weapon and hold a shield, she can do that if she wants. Like, right. you, you don't have to just do the one thing. Yep, yep. But it opens up more possibilities. Yeah, so let's go two-weapon fighting. Yes. So now, as a ranger, you get a favored terrain. So this is like a type of land, like... um arctic coast desert underdark forest you know these types of places where you are basically doing your ranger stuff at a higher level yes so i think underdark makes sense just because she's probably from the underdark yep i was gonna say underdark for sure and we actually will have to pick three because at i think it's sixth and tenth level you get extra ones Mm -hmm. so Um, underdark for sure yeah underdark and then we could even go desert. I was going to say desert. Yeah, for sure. I okay. like that. Because, you know, maybe she was traveling around in the desert for a while. We don't know how long she was there. Right. So, yeah, maybe. And you know what? That actually, like, helps her out a little bit in being a little more adept in traveling in the desert, despite her um, sunlight sensitivity. For sure. For sure. Okay, and then we got to pick a third one. So it's kind of hard to pick these retroactively because normally, you know, when you're playing in a campaign, building a ranger up to level 15, then you would actually have... Yeah, you um, kind of go with what you have encountered throughout. Right, and that's going to come up again when we pick favored enemies in a second. But what do you think? Now she's in a forest, but... That doesn't mean it has to be forest. Yeah, I was going to say, but I feel like there are a lot of forests just in this world. That's true. So I feel like a forest kind of makes sense, like if she is traveling around a lot. Okay. Yeah, so we'll go Underdark, Desert, and Forest. And that sounds good for her favorite terrain. So she'll get some extra bonuses like for hunting and foraging and such and keeping the party from being detected. Yes. We also will need to pick three favored enemies. Yes, we will. The options that they have are aberrations, beasts, celestials, constructs, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, giants, monstrosities, oozes, plants, and undead. Or you can pick two races of humanoid. Okay. Plants is very funny to me. I also think plants is really funny, (laughs) as well as oozes. Yeah, I don't know... Like, I don't know that we need to pick one of those. I just thought it was very funny. Yeah. I was just like, I'm really, really good at fighting treants. And (laughs) is a shambling mound a plant? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a thing. I think it probably is plant-based. Yeah. I think undead would kind of make sense if she was, you know, like, going around in, like, this pyramid, whatever. Because the pyramid was filled with like mummies and stuff yeah that's true and you know maybe in other things that she's been exploring there were undead type things yeah i mean if you're delving dungeons you're probably gonna find some undead so i like that all right so i'm thinking undead yeah i like undead a lot i think it makes sense 
Um, did you say dragons? Or I did, did I say dragons. Up? Okay, I kind of like dragons just because I think it'd be cool to have someone good at fighting dragons. I feel like as a treasure hunter, you would encounter dragons. Especially if you, yeah, it, like where better to find treasure than a dragon's horde? Yeah, so I like that a lot. All right. And then she'll be, let's pick one maybe more based on, she probably started her adventures in the Underdark. So maybe we could go oozes. We could go oozes. Maybe aberrations as well, because those or are... Or monstrosities. Monstrosities are going to be more like your displacer beasts, your owl bears, your um, griffins, you know, things like that. Yeah. Which are not, not in the Underdark. <laughs> yeah. Or you could go beasts even, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like there aren't maybe as many beasts. Yeah. I kind of like aberrations. Because, you know, Underdark has, like, Mind Flayers and Abolists are more common, I think, in the Underdark. All right, so we're going to go with Aberrations. All right, so we have our favored terrains of Desert, Underdark, and Forest. We have our favored enemies as Aberrations, Undead, and Dragons. And we've got the Fighting Style. Two Women Fighting. Yep. Okay, so let's go a little bit more into, like, when did she become an adventurer? Who taught her to use swords? And, like, who taught her about being a ranger? Do we want to get into that a little bit? Okay, yes. I, I have a question. So, does she work for an organization? Like, does she have, like, a patron or, I don't know, something? Does she work for someone and that's who wants her to be collecting these items? Or is she just going out for just, she enjoys the adventure and likes collecting powerful things. I think that at level 15, I'm like, she probably was at the beginning working for an organization trying to like pay a debt off. And probably at level 15, she's squared up with them. Yeah. And kind of paid off her debts and just found that within that adventuring for them to find these artifacts that she really enjoys it. And she was like, you know what, I... I deserve some cool artifacts too. Yes. Um. So maybe she was in exchange for getting training in these types of things. She had to work to help, you know, recover artifacts and whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So she, she. And it's like a contract. You have to work for us X number of years or whatever. Right. It's like, um. If you do ROTC, it's like, we'll pay for your education, but then you have to serve the military for three to five years, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. That's that's so what I was kind like, of thinking. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, we'll pay for your training, we'll give you this training, but you have to work for us for a bit. Yeah, all right. I like that. And then I'll obviously I'll work with Andrew on what this organization is because we can't come up with it. I mean, we can come up with something if you want. I mean, I was just thinking she works for, like, their government or whatever, you know. Right, right. Okay, yeah. But, I mean, I'll hammer the details out with our dungeon master. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we got that. So, eventually she squared off her debt, but she still is like, yo, this is really fun. And then she hears about this pyramid, whatever, and she was exploring the pyramid. Mm-hmm. You know, she was working her way through it, and then it gets moved somewhere. And then she finds herself and then she outside kinda... in not a desert anymore. Yeah, she wanders back out into this haunted forest and is like, what is going on? Yeah. 
And then, so I did think also it'd be cool because our fight with the Phoenix was on a balcony of the tower. So I thought it'd be cool if she's like, you know, been hanging out in this area for a while. Oh, yeah. And she, you know, and then she you'd see it. a giant firebird. Right. Yeah. She sees this giant firebird up and on the And she enjoys balcony. fighting monsters and stuff and thinks like, oh, maybe, you know, like a big monster. There's probably something good up there. Yeah. So she maybe she's like... Uh, probably tries to find her way up to that balcony. I mean, she can use her cool rope trick to get up there. That's true. And then also she does see that, like, it's been defeated. Yeah. I assume because, you know, the light, the fire goes out. Mm -hmm. So she's probably going to be approaching stealthily. Yeah. Or, you know, she's wary about seeing who's up there that could defeat a phoenix. For sure. All right, cool. Yeah, so then I think she'll try to kind of not like sneak up on the party in a malicious way, but sneak up on them and maybe then approach them. Yeah, just kind of scope out to see. Because, you know, if you see a bunch of powerful people or whatever, people that have defeated a powerful thing, you don't know if they would be hostile towards you. Right. Yeah, I like this a lot. So I think this is a great story that we have for Zadriel. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. All right, and then do we want to talk about anything else? So, uh, I mean, we get a few ability score increases. We could work those in. I'm oh, not sure true. if we care about that. I we don't think just... it really matters for this story-wise. Okay. Because that was the main thing. We just wanted to, what was her story? And I think we got that. Yeah, I agree. I think it turned out great. And I love that we incorporated not only one of those four like options, but we actually got two of them working where... Not only was she in this pyramid that got bamfed here, but she also, like, now, you know, she's been hanging around the tower or whatever, and then she heard from someone. I don't know who. Maybe she went inside. There's a bunch of ghosts in, like, the first floor. That's true. And they, when we, um, our party went in and we talked to a lot of the ghosts, they were pretty open with what they knew. Right. So maybe she, like, interacted with some of the ghosts inside the tower and then... Um, decided like, okay, there's probably some pretty cool artifacts in here, but I just want to keep scoping it out for a bit before I make a foray inside to Yeah, just find... kind of get more information, yep. assess the, the location. Yeah, so I, I guess this character is going to be cautious because, you know, this sounds like a cautious person that's been waiting and scoping out the tower. Yeah, that's true, it does. Like, obviously they're not super cautious because they're going and adventuring alone, but... At the same time, they're going to be cautious in this. And that's probably why they've made it this long. That's true. I think that'll be interesting for me because I usually like to play kind of rash characters that don't <laughs> think as much and just kind of rush in sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's that's my whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but that I think it'll be good for me to play a more calculating, cautious character in this. Yeah, but what you just said about the cautious character reminds me of um, in The Princess Bride where... Prince Humperdinck says that he thinks everything is a trap, which is perhaps why he's still alive. And it just <laughs> it really just sums up what that character is. I that think. Is, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And Zadriel's name, the Dread Pirate Roberts, right? That's her. That's her other name. Oh, for sure, exactly. <laughs> or is it Aniga Montoya? You killed my father. Prepared to die. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So I like this story a lot. I think it's pretty good. We got, so just to re-summarize it, we have a ranger that is starting out at level 15 because of the backstory of 
where our characters are already there and I might need a new one. We'll see. Right. Uh, we had this pyramid that got bamfed to this area of the haunted woods by us planting a bean from that magical item, the bag of beans. Yes. And Zadriel was inside the pyramid when it got transported. Yep, and that's why she's here. That's why she's here. She. Oh, she's went, a gloom. Yep, gloom soccer ranger. And so then she kind of has been exploring the area. She found this tower. There's There was a little village in the area of the tower as well. And I'm sure being cautious, she explored all of those little houses before she went to the tower. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So then she goes in the tower and chats with some ghosts. And then she finds out that there's probably a lot of artifacts in here. Yeah, because... especially with it being a wizard tower. Right. A wizard tower and this mage has been dead for years and no one really comes here. So there's probably a lot of loot to be plundered. Yes. But then she kind of goes back outside to start figuring out her plan of attack. And lo and behold, we see a phoenix being fought on a balcony. Yes. So then she is going to try to approach the party and, you know, cautiously figure out, are they going to be friend or foe? And we'll just say, you know, that the ghost mentioned this super powerful longsword that was in the stables. So yes. she'll be looking for that. For sure. Yeah. I like it a lot. All right. So, yeah, that, that wraps Zadriel up pretty nicely. Yeah. And, you know, we can give an update on this character later, probably, you know. Yeah, I'm sure in the future we'll do an episode on, like, uh, you know, where are they now and talk about characters that we have had the chance to play. So I know that, for example, episode 5's character I've had a chance to play, and we'll see if there's other ones. I'll probably play this one. So, you know, we'll, we'll do that in the future. Yeah, definitely. So if you, you know, try a character like this, out or if you have a character that you've played that is kind of like this you can let us know and you can find more information about our show at a couple of characters podcast.com if you have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character you can email us at a couple of characters pod at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter and instagram at acoc podcast we'd like to thank john began for composing our theme music if you like what we're doing please rate and review us on itunes yeah, those iTunes reviews really help us go up in the charts and helps people see us more. Exactly. And another way you can support us is by becoming a Patreon donor, and you can search a COC podcast there as well. You can find me on Twitter at Alex and Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Not a Dr. Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. out <clears throat> <coughs> <coughs> can i say bamfed i was also thinking bamfed i mean can I, say it? I, I think you can say it okay
I know. We need a ladder. We need a ladder. But I don't want to buy a ladder because we're going to keep a ladder. That's that. Therein lies the issue. 